Hello, I'm your host Albert, and in this episode of Movies, Movies, and Movies, I've got reviews for Unfriended and Danny Collins. I got a Netflix movie streaming recommendation to share, and I talk about the year in movies of 2015 so far. Unfriended is directed by Levan Gabriazzi, written by Nelson Greaves, starring Shelley Hennig, Moses Jacob Storm, Will Peltz, Renee Alsted, Heather Sussman, and many others. The thing about this movie is the gimmick of having it all filmed on a computer screen, which is arguably the one of the more unique experiences of a horror movie that I've ever seen. I mean, it's all on one laptop screen. Primarily, when from the trailers, you're thinking it's just oh, it's video chat, the horror movie. But it's more than just that, actually. It, it does really show the characters' um, personalities just from like instant messages on the screen, which is kind of which is a kind of cool thing. I mean, there there are moments in the movie where you're just watching for like a few minutes, people chatting on the instant message. You know, of course, it's all in the plot, and and it's all in one setting as well. There's no real cuts in 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 terms of storyline. It's all in one night. So everything, everything is kind of like it's almost like a real time thing. It's definitely a new take. Well, I don't know if it's a new take, but it's not your common take of the found footage genre or the amateur, the amateur footage camera thing that a lot of people seem to do on the cheap. So yeah, well, yeah, on the cheap, it does look kind of cheap because of the way it looks. Uh, but I'm sure editing was kind of a bitch to do, you know, based on how it was. So yeah, so it's not just a video chat. There's um, Facebook, YouTube, Google. Everything is done in a very organic way, which I really appreciated with the movie. You know, you 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 don't know something that's that's the characters don't know anything. They go to Google. You know, they need to look up a video. They go to YouTube. You know, everything is it kind of it's kind of very very it made sense. The characters did what I expected a, ro- a normal person to do. You know, some may argue that, that that isn't completely the case, and there are some moments in the movie where where it kind of like the characters don't seem believable in certain situations. But for the most part, I think it actually kind of worked. I mean, it definitely got my attention. I wouldn't say it's a really scary movie per se, but I was on the. It had my full attention. I just I wanted to see what was gonna happen next, and th- th- that's something that you don't always get in a lot of movies nowadays. So so it was. I thought I had a lot of fun watching the the story play out. You know, it came off like almost not really like a murder mystery because, you know, they they expect the character. The, the ghost character to be haunting them but at the same time they don't know if it's actually just a troll a prank somebody who's doing a prank on them so there, there is a sense of mystery as well the, the only thing I can I found really annoying is that the Skype video in the movie it keeps I don't know it keeps getting pixelated a lot which I'm guessing is the whole point to make it more real realistic oh the connection is that it's not very good so it gets pixelated sometimes which I think is BS you know but anyways Uh, the movie is pretty short. It's 80 minutes long, and I think it was fine. the The director and the cast did a fantastic job keeping the keeping the momentum of the story going in just that amount of time. It was it's felt right. I think any longer than an hour and a half to two hours, it would have been way too long. Yeah, definitely a 90 minute. Yeah, 80 minutes. It's it's a good amount of time. You know, there are some logic in the movie that does not make sense, but um, it doesn't matter. It, it, you 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 just play along with it of course from the get-go if you don't really want to watch this kind of movie it's definitely not for you um i wanted to go see it i was optimistic going into the movie and it turned out pretty good and unfriended it looks like a cheap idea of a movie 
but I actually enjoyed it. Danny Collins, directed by Dan Fogelman, written by Dan Fogelman, starring Al Pacino, Annette Bening, Bobby Cannavale, Jennifer Garner, and many others. This is a movie that's actually loosely based on a true story of British musician Steve Tilston. The similarities have more to do with the premise about the letter from John Lennon that's found decades, decades later. In the movie sense, it was I believe it was 40 years. I think in real life, it was less than that, but you get the kind of point you know the overall plot is the aging rock star who he reevaluates his life after he realized that john lennon wrote him all those years ago and the point is that if he received that letter all those uh, earlier when he was supposed to he would have done his life differently but he became your stereotypical rock star that that pretty much makes kitschy pop songs that everybody loves and sing along but he himself as an artist is is tortured at the fact that he has to do this for a living because he doesn't really get to do what he really loves to do and which is write personal music you know so once he gets a letter he's like i need to go i need to go do something differently and what he did differently this time was to look for his son that he never met you know the movie is when just based on the description it seems uh, very familiar generally predictable while it doesn't earn praises for being highly unique, it does deserve a lot of credit for having a heart of a story that's absolutely in the right place. A lot of what's good about this movie is the ensemble cast of characters, but most especially it's Al Pacino. His role as Danny Collins is done perfectly well, and although he may have some disappointing aspects in his life, the guy is undeniably very likable. There are many moments where Danny has great interactions with all sorts of characters, especially the ones involving his family and the hotel manager played by Annette Bening. There was a lot of like um, the, the rapport Annette Bening character and Al Pacino was just very playful, very fun. You know, uh, she was she's like she's the lady that that isn't completely impressed with this rock star. And, and he's this rock star who's completely trying to impress her. It's very sweet. You know, and heck, his relationship with with the family that doesn't want to be close to him. But eventually they, they reconnect. I mean, in a way, it was kind of cheap because in a, he kind of paid his love to them because he wanted to help them. Uh, so it, it, that was one part of the movie where where it, it kind of like, you know, not that believable. At least I don't think so. But, you know, the, the heart, like I said, the heart was in the right place. You know, the, of course, this is a somewhat low budget movie. There isn't anything visually spectacular or ambitious here. And it could easily just pass as a feel-good made-for-TV movie, you know. But one particular standout that I really like is the soundtrack. There's a lot of John Lennon songs in this movie. And there's even also this original piece done by Ryan Adams called Don't Look Down that Al Pacino actually sings. And it sounds very, very beautiful. You know, Dying Collins is a very simple movie. It doesn't really bring a lot to the table of this kind of movies, you know. But solid film. I love the, the, the theme, the message, and I think that's, that's enough and it's worth watching for. For my Netflix streaming recommendation, I recommend Snowpiercer. This was released in the international market in 2013. It is an action sci-fi thriller uh, directed by John Hu Bong and stars Chris Evans. Uh, this is set in a future where climate change kind of screwed up the planet and then the retaliation against climate change kind of screwed up the planet even more. 
So, uh, but everything is set on a train that goes around the world. I know it sounds like a very fantastic kind of plot premise. Uh, and then there's this whole class system rivalry uh, war that's going on in the train. And that's pretty much the the gist of the premise. And then Chris Evans leads a band of people who are trying to, a band of people in, in the back part of the train who is pretty much trying to free themselves from from oppression by the rich people. So you can say it's like a poor versus rich kind of thing too. So there's there's that dynamic. But you're pretty much watching this movie for for the, the, the thriller aspect of it and the action aspect of it. There's just one scene in the, in, well, no, I don't want to spoil it. Go see the movie, Snowpiercer. It's a really fun movie. Uh, and Chris Evans is more than just Captain America here. He, he plays a more grittier Captain America, I guess you could say. Yeah, check it out, Snowpiercer, Netflix. The first three to four months of a movie year usually is regarded as pretty much the crap time of year for movies. That's where the studios usually dump a lot of the bad movies in. So a lot of the times it's kind of hard to find a really solidly good movie on in January, February, March, and in, many, in some cases, April. Yeah, but... Um, you do get to see all those Oscar-nominated movies in, in January and February around the Oscar season from the previous year. So there's that. But in terms of like new movies, it's kind of rare. You know, so far, I've seen roughly about 25 movies in this past four months already. And there is just, there definitely about a, a handful, maybe a little bit more than a handful of movies that I would, I would wholeheartedly recommend. And I would like to name them right now. The, the first one is It Follows. Really good, scary movie. Uh, it's a good take on on the genre that that it's not. It's I mean, well, yeah. It follows. <laughs> Go watch it. Follows. I don't really want to spoil that movie. Uh, Kingsman: The Secret Service. Lots of fun. Go check that out. Action movie. While we're young, which is a it's a good movie that 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 has like this contrast about about old people, well, older people and the younger people, that kind of thing. Unfriended, which I just re- re- reviewed today. And uh, Furious Seven, very fun movie. Cinderella actually was a uh, was a pretty entertaining movie. It didn't try to reinvent the story; it just retold the story, and that's kind of what I was looking for. And Project Almanac, which is a found footage uh, type movie, but it was a lot of fun. And I'm I'm a sucker for time travel movie, so so that was I actually really enjoyed it. Project Almanac, yeah, th- yeah. That's about eight movies that I mentioned. Oh, Danny Collins, which I also reviewed over here. I I recommend that too. But uh, yeah, those well, I think it's more than a handful. It's almost two handfuls. Uh, yeah, the, even though the first half of the first quarter of the movie was season wasn't that great, I I still had a lot of fun in the movies. Yeah, go figure. But uh, summer movie is coming up. Avengers is right around the corner. That's gonna kick it off, and should be fun for the rest of the year. Oh yeah. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert Patrick, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. And please check out my other projects, which you can find at whowhatwhereswhy.com. Music has been provided by The Y Axis. Check them out at theyaxis.bandcamp.com. Until next time, this has been an episode of Movies, Movies, and Movies, which is part of the whowhatwhereswhy.com network. Like